Hello, everybody, and thank you all so much for joining in today. It's been a while since we've done this. COVID-19 has completely changed everyone's life. Nothing is normal. And the same way we at ODC Ministries, we had to adjust to a new normal. But we are back, and we're just so happy to have you as a part of our listening audience today. I kind of want to deal with what COVID has taught us, what we have learned over the past five months about our own limitations as finite human beings. I drown these thoughts in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 12 through 15, even though I will be looking at this entire story. So if you take your copy of God's Word and turn that with me, and I will read it aloud for us, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 5 through 12. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord, before the new court, and said, O God, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel? And give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend. And they have lived in it and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If disaster come upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry out to you in our affliction. And you will hear and save. And now behold the men of Adnan and Moab and Mount Seir. Whom you would not let Israel invade. When they came from the land of Egypt. And whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold they reward us by coming to drive us out of your possession. Which you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless before this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Thus ends the reading of God's word. You know, we have a desire to control everything. We want to feel as if every situation is completely under control which means that we can pretty much know what to expect we like it when things are somewhat predictable or at least manageable we like to feel that we have some sense of control in our lives and also in the situations and circumstances around us but every now and then life reminds us that no matter how smart we are no matter how much we have tried to plan no matter what steps we have taken as precautions to prevent catastrophic situations and circumstances, there are some things that can happen in our lives that we simply can't control. I mean, one doctor's appointment and the doctor comes in and gives you news about something going on in your body that you did not know. And really, there's no medicine that can bring it under control. You just have to live with it. Or maybe it's your child. The cute baby that used to 
rocking your arms, who would listen and say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, ma'am, no, sir. Suddenly, this child has morphed right before you. It seems as if his her attitude is out of control. And no matter how you talk to them, and no matter what parental advice you gain from books or even seminars, nothing seems to be working. It's completely out of control. Maybe you can't identify with a doctor's appointment or a child gone bad. But I guarantee that all of us can identify with COVID-19 when suddenly everything was turned upside down. No movies, no gathering in sanctuaries for worship, no games, no parties, no hanging out, meeting new people. Your whole life, social calendar, professional calendar, spiritual calendar has been completely altered and we feel that we have no control. And regardless of what politicians and people who occupy seats in ivory towers of power may say, the truth is, they are powerless as well. This is beyond their control. We've all been forced to learn how to live with limitations. Limitation of our own finiteness. Limitations of our economics limitations of our physical abilities We're living with limitations and sometimes God will allow things to get like this to remind you who's really in control because when things are out of control in our lives God still sits sovereignly upon the throne and he is in complete control this story in second chronicles documents a situation where those who are in power, as well as those who are under their influence, had to face their own limitations. Very quickly, Jehoshaphat was a good king, a godly king, a king who had just torn down altars that were built to pagan gods, instituted spiritual reforms in Israel. He was a good king and off to a good start with his administration but suddenly bad news came there's an alliance of three countries the three people groups who are coming together to fight against Jehoshaphat and Israel and when Jehoshaphat hears that they are coming we see that he admits something that few people in power would ever admit he says in verse number 12 we are powerless against this great horde, and we do not know what to do. You ever been there before? Powerless, and I don't know what to do. That's hard for us to admit. It's hard for us to confess. But oh, we've all been there. But we not only felt powerless, we knew we were powerless and had no answers. But Jehoshaphat shows us what we should do when we are powerless, what we should do. Even now in COVID-19 crisis and pandemic, what we have learned to do in order to navigate our current plight. The first thing he does is he talks to God. 
The portion of this text that I read to you today was simply a prayer that Jehoshaphat prays. It reminds us that when we don't know what to do, and when we are faced with limiting all, living with all limitations, we must pray. The sad thing is sometimes it's only when we get powerless without any answers from our own human intellectual faculties that we bow down on our knees and pray. Why is that? Why do we have to get to the brink of despair before we pray? This is something that we should work on, beloved, because we have to understand that prayer is not just a bailout system. Prayer is a means of communication with God. And the good news is that when we call on God, God answers us. And when we are powerless, he still has all power. The hymn was right. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. So when you're powerless and when you're faced with living with limitations, talk to God. Talk to God about everything. Talk to God about how you feel. Talk to God about the facts of what's going on in your life. Talk to God about your finiteness. Talk to God about your pride and ask him for forgiveness for the times that you thought you were in control and you really wasn't. Jehoshaphat prays to God and he does it out loud in front of everybody. There's no shame in Jehoshaphat's game. He simply says, y'all, I'm the king, but I must advocate to a higher court. I must appeal to a higher court. And so he has this public prayer meeting with everybody in which he concludes that prayer by saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. But here's the second thing. Don't just talk to God. Trust in God. He says, I don't know what to do, but I'm looking to you. He says, I don't know what to do, but I'm waiting. I'm looking to you. I'm trusting in you to provide me a solution. To see me through this situation. To see me through this crisis. I'm looking to you. Who are you looking to today? People are looking to many people. Are you looking to the occupant of the White House? 45 as I like to identify him. Are you looking to the former vice president? Democratic nominee Joe Biden. Are you looking to governors or maybe the Senate, the House of Representatives for another stimulus check? I don't know about you, but I'm looking to God. Because who you look to says a lot about who you trust in. To look to someone means that I expect them to do something. To look to someone means that I acknowledge their power to do something. To look to someone is to have hope and anticipation. And so we talk to God. And then we trust in God. And we don't just trust in God cognitively. We trust in God by being obedient. We trust in God by actually doing what he tells us to do. And so God gives Jehoshaphat instructions. And Jehoshaphat and the people of Israel follow the instructions. God tells them to go down and meet them in the valley by the wilderness. He says, you won't have to fight in this battle. 
He tells them the battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. But notice they still had to go down and fight. They still had to show up for the battle. And sometimes you can show that you trust God by simply showing up. By simply showing up. By simply being obedient to what he's telling you to do. So when you're powerless and when you're facing your limitations, talk to God, trust in God. Then the last thing, my brothers and sisters, is thank God. Not when it's over, but right now. Not after the victory is won. Not when the problem has passed. But right now, when you're facing it. Right now, when it seems to be insurmountable obstacles. You can thank God. I like what they sung. They sung, according to verse number 21, the singers in the army sung the song, Give thanks to the Lord, when steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord because his steadfast love endures forever. And what they're really saying in that moment is, we thank God because his mercy, his love for us is limitless. So that when we go and we're facing these problems that make us feel powerless, we can remember God's love for us is endless. And because he loves us, he will fight for us. Because he loves us, he will carry us. Because he loves us, he will heal us. Because he loves us, he will see us through it. Because he loves us, he gives power to the faint. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. You, a young man, will utterly fail. But they that wait on the Lord renews their strength. Mount up with wings like eagles, run and not get weary, walk and not faint. What great love he has for us. And when we are powerless, he shows up with his power, carries us, and then renews us. You're going to make it through this. I'm going to make it through this. We're going to make it through this. Because even though we're powerless, God still has all power. Let me pray with you. Father, thank you now for your power seen in our weakness, for your power that is limitless, for your power that not only rescues us, but renews us. We confess, Lord, that you have reminded us of our finiteness and our limitations. You reminded us, Lord, that no matter how much money we have, we are powerless, powerless when it comes to this COVID situation, but we're looking to you. We're trusting you. We're waiting on you. And we thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for listening, and I pray that you've been encouraged. Please follow ODC Ministries. You can find us on Facebook at ODC Ministries. You can also visit our webpage at www.pastorodc.com. And also, you can find us on YouTube at ODC-TV by simply typing in Otis Dion Culliver. Again, thank you for listening. God bless you. Until next time, bye-bye.